The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. It's time for the Ash Holes, unfiltered cigar radio with your host, Pastor Padron. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Ash Holes. As usual, broadcast live from the Sereno Royale stage at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. It's time to kick back and light up as we turn this Wednesday into Ash Wednesday. We are always entertaining, generally unscripted, and totally unfiltered. You can stream and download us on iHeartRadio, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, and of course, theashholes.net. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at The Ash Holes and on Instagram at Ash Holes Radio. Today I'm here with my co-host Aaron. Hello. How you hello. doing? Aaron doing the well. Cigar Baron. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Enough with the names already. Enough with the names. How you doing? Doing all right. Doing all right? Yeah. And uh, as you probably heard, there is a new voice on The Ash Holes here, Ed Sullivan, who is our new producer. Hello. hello. How are you, Dan? I'm doing good. How are you, man? Having a great day so far. Well, that's nice. Welcome to the show. So we'll Thank ruin you. that for you, but, you know, welcome anyways. <laughs> well, you, you notice I said so far. So far, yeah. yeah. <laughs> know what you're getting into. Yeah, Stu has uh, said goodbye. He's moved on to bigger and better things. Yeah. And so Ed is going to be regularly producing the show here. And uh, we're looking forward to that. And Ed, please feel free to chime in. Let us know what your thoughts are. We agree, disagree, that yeah. whole line of stuff. I have occasional thoughts, so I will contribute occasionally. That's okay. fantastic. I can't ask for more than that. Can you? Not reasonably, no. Not reasonably, no. <laughs> okay. So did we all have a uh, good 4th of July last week? Yeah, yeah, it was nice. Weather, a little warm. Yeah, it was warm. But you know what? You just don't move much, and it doesn't bother you. <laughs> <laughs> Were you going to all sorts of barbecues and everything? I actually wound up just sticking at one. So that's nice. Close friends of mine, so I was like, oh, I'll just stay the stay my whole time there. So. That's nice. That's nice. Yeah, uh, we went to some friends down in Melrose and had a really good time down there. And uh, they'd been uh, that that family had been big supporters of uh, my daughter Anna's. Uh, service dog mm-hmm. and had donated a lot of money towards that we have the dog now and so we brought brought echo that's the dog's name brought him down there so everybody could meet him and that went actually pretty well now good for now, a puppy that I, was that was pretty big i've heard you mention the dog on the show i think we need a photo at some point to share with the listeners of echo well we can do that i have plenty of photos we will um, we'll work that out. Yeah. I, I don't know how uh, complicated it would be to do during the break, <laughs> but we could certainly do it next we'll week. We'll see, yeah. Yeah, I think next week we'll have the listeners meet Echo. Yes. All right, we will do that. I'll put some pictures together, and we can pick either. Get an audio sample, maybe. Woof, woof. <laughs> yeah. A montage. Oh, my gosh. What a great, what a great dog. A and, you know, the, the, the actual service dog training starts in several weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, that has to happen with yep. Anna because that's, what it, that's the big difference between a service dog and a therapy dog. The, the service dog is actually um, trained to help one person in specific ways. And... Um, so that all starts in a couple of weeks. So the dogs, you know, other than knowing how to sit, come, go, and all that stuff, doesn't have any training at all. Mm-hmm. But already this dog has made such a huge 
difference in Anna's life. It's Good. really, really amazing. Really amazing. It's great. So what about you, Ed? Did you do anything for the 4th uh, there? I was at my brother's house, and I don't think it was a little hot. I think it was brutal out there. <laughs> <laughs> Even sitting in the shade, it was mm. a little too much for me. Yeah, no, and there was no air movement around no. here, at least. It was very still, so there wasn't any relief. And, you know, I'm one of the whitest people on the planet, so <laughs> I think on a day like that, uh, 15 seconds of sun exposure. That's no, that's it. too much. No. Yeah, that's too much. <laughs> Take it easy there. With the SPF 100. <laughs> yeah, there you go. No, my goodness. Part vampire. Yeah. Well, uh, and it, none of us went to do fireworks or anything like that? Oh, no, I went to fireworks. You went afterwards. to fireworks? Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. My friends, I totally skipped that. Totally skipped it. I don't know. My wife gets mad when I say, well, I've seen them. Yeah. Well, you haven't seen these? Well, I kind of have. <laughs> you know, I'll use my imagination. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, we, once we got home from that whole party thing, sat out on the porch, and like you said, it's hot, kind of steamy, you know, had some cold drinks and... And uh, smoked smoked some cigars, and that was that was a good way to end the night. There you go. So speaking of cigars, speaking of cigars, today we are smoking the 2017 release of Black Honey by Warped Cigars. Black Honey. Black Honey. That is, Warped Cigars is uh, owned by Kyle Gillis, and um, he came out with a Black Honey release uh, several years ago. What was that? Uh, 2013, 14. I don't know off the top of my head. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is the 2017 release yeah. that we're that we're smoking here. It's the second release of the cigar. Mm-hmm. And it is a Ecuadorian Habano Oscuro wrapper, a uh, Ecuadorian binder, and the filler is from the Dominican Republic and Nicaragua. And it is a 5x48 Bellicoso. And... Um, Sixteen ninety nine is the retail for this mm-hmm. here in the date. wonderful yeah. state of New Hampshire, where there is no tobacco mm-hmm. tax on fine cigars. <laughs> that is the lowest price for said cigar in the country. If you're somewhere else, it's going to be more, but that's only because of the tax. The tax. We've talked about that before. Anyway, so you know, I lit this up, and you know, very good draw, mm-hmm. kind of like a sweet yeah. hay was what I picked up on the cold draw on the. On yeah, the cigar. yeah, I'll give it some barnyard. Yeah, barnyard, sweet hay, kind of. The, and and the first thing that I picked up when I lit the cigar, at first and kind of retro and everything, with lemon pepper. Hmm. Anybody else? Lemon pepper? I don't know about lemon pepper, but definitely pepper. Pepper. <laughs> yeah, it's you, you're definitely feeling this mm. one. The retro is peppery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it had this kind of you know. I I don't know. I I'm gonna say lemon pepper. It tastes like lemon pepper. All right. Sure. Whatever. Do you, do you have anything else to say? Yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, I was thinking like a, a dark espresso. Is what a I'm dark thinking. espresso. It's like once you get past the pepper, there's like mm-hmm. a dark espresso kind of underlying. Uh, there is some spice in there. Can't really pull it out just yet, um, but this I can feel it on that parts of my tongue. So. Yeah, the the confusion I have with this cigar is it's called black honey, mm-hmm. and then I go looking for some honey in mm. here, and yeah. it's just not that cigar. There's really no. not much sweetness. No. No, there is some sweetness. A little though. bit, but it's there not. There is it's, some sweetness. It's, it's kind of overwhelmed by everything else, at least right. this point. Right. So you know, there's. I can. I can see where you're saying coffee. A, a, you know, deep espresso. I, I, I'm. It's not that coffee rich where I would call it deep espresso or dark, dark, dark espresso. espresso. Yeah. Dark red, green, blue. I don't know. I espresso <laughs> is not. You know, but coffee notes. I guess I can pick up. Okay. Do you right. drink your coffee black? I do drink my okay. coffee black. Yeah. 
And that, that was a process in and of itself. My first coffee I actually got when I worked at uh, another cigar shop 20 years ago oh. down in New Jersey. And one of the guys I worked with also worked at a Starbucks up the street. Mm-hmm. And when he found out I had never had coffee, he mm-hmm. kind of freaked out. And so he brought me a, a white chocolate mocha one day. And I said, mm. this is coffee? This is really Not awesome. really. <laughs> and, you know, then, then uh, you know, after several months of that, he, he brought in a, 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 a mocha mocha coffee so it's still not really coffee, you know but, but it wasn't wasn't quite as sweet you yeah. know <laughs> and so he kind of weaned me you know he did this you know kind of on purpose and kind of, and so now now it's like black and i can't go back the, oh yeah once uh, i can't the 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 white chocolate mocha which was to die for 20 yeah. years ago now yeah. is just so sickeningly sweet i can't I even touch the, yeah. the sweet can't stuff, go back. anything you know I, I can go with a little bit of milk you know mm-hmm. if i'm having a latte or something but once right. the sweet gets in there it just turns Any sugar, me off it's right yeah. out yeah yeah i switched to black one in college by the necessity just because keeping mm-hmm. cream and sugar in the dorm room wasn't going to happen <laughs> so i just started drinking it black and after a week i was hooked so there now it go. goes. You just you can't go back to drinking swill once you've had. It. <laughs> now that said, this cigar would go great with a coffee. Yeah, uh, maybe with a little little sweetness. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, I, I was thinking more of a a root beer would re- go really well because it has that sweet element, kind of wakens up your taste buds. This could go well with root beer, sure. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of a contrast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about, the root beer would add more. Of how a about sweetness tea to it. with a little honey. Uh, what kind of tea? Black. Okay. Black sure. tea, yep. yep, yep. I can see that too. That'd be good. That'd be good. What kind of notes are you picking up in this thing? You know, I definitely get the kind of uh, hay barnyard thing mm-hmm. going on. Mm-hmm. I was in uh, Portugal recently, so yeah. I brought back my allotment mm-hmm. of Cuban cigars, <laughs> and you know, you you definitely get that barnyard out of the Cuban cigars, right? And there's an element in this cigar is not as strong as that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm getting some uh, red pepper flakes. So if you like, think about, you know, you put the red pepper flakes on your pizza or whatever, put it on everything. Yeah, kind of on the finish? Yeah, right on the yep. finish, yep. Yep, I'm picking that up too. Yeah, that's very good. Um, let's go into our uh, top five list for the All week. Right. Today's top five brought to you by Five Five Cigars. Choose from the mild white label, medium strength red label, or the full bodied and full flavored blue label. Siri 5 5 has it all. 5 and 5 equals a perfect 10, and that's what you get every time with 5 5 cigars. Here is today's top five list. All right, this is a real interesting uh, top five list, and uh, this is top five facts about the American flag. How patriotic. Yes. Well, we just had the 4th of July and everything. And uh, I saw a list of these things. And these were all things that, you know, uh, I didn't know about the American flag. And a lot of us think that we know a lot about it, but uh, maybe we don't. For instance, number five. Number five is there have been 27 official versions of the American flag in our history. Official versions, really? 27. Seems like a lot. Yeah. Yeah, especially yeah, all the time. You know, just a couple hundred years. Really. Yeah, and the, the, the 13 stripes for the 13 mm-hmm. original colonies, that was mostly, you know, in most of them, that was, that right. was it. There was, so, there was one. Oh, kind of the starting um, point makes sense. One had 15, and mm-hmm. we'll talk about that a little bit, a little bit later. When we try to take over Canada. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> 
Um, it was wishful thinking. But I had no idea that there were that there were so many. Most of it was the stars changing right. and the, yeah, the different uh, formats, different formats of displaying new, the stars. New states were added, and okay, we need more right. stars. Right, and you know, whenever that happened, you know, either uh, people in Congress or just citizens could suggest new designs for the flag. Hmm. And that uh, is a nice segue into number four, which is, uh, did you know this, that a high school student designed the current flag? I hmm. did know that one, yeah. I did not. Yeah. This was when uh, Alaska and Hawaii came into the, uh, as official states in 1959, a new uh, uh, call for a new design went out, and um, uh, this high school student... Um, just kind of sent in his idea of the, you know, the 50 stars in order, and the, the, and that got picked. No, I mean, is that a big stretch? Okay, here's a flag with 48. We added two. <laughs> yeah, here's two. one with 50. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, uh, I'm just glad they didn't go with one at 49 because then it just the symmetry would be off, and it would just drive me crazy. But well, he, an even number. he apparently made it, you know, with uh, using iron-on material and some fabric. He did the, he ah. put everything together and sent it in. And um, uh, what but, does it say here? But he didn't, he didn't pull like a Betsy Ross and start darning. And <laughs> no, no. Is it, he, put his, he put his new design over his family's 48-star flag and brought it into class. His teacher was confused with the project, seeing it had 50 stars before either state had been admitted to the union and gave so. him a B minus. It <laughs> 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 gets he's a B minus. The, but then the United States adopts it. I mean, yeah. how, how great. That's just so. so really, he screwed up, but the, he just wound up covering himself <laughs> afterwards. You're like, oh, I just knew it was coming. Oh, yeah. my gosh. That's up very funny. Up on politics. Like, you know? Oh, my. Anyway, uh, number three, and this kind of gets to what I was talking about with the, uh, the flag with the... Uh, different number of stripes the flag that's inspired the the song mm -hmm. uh the star spangled banner was was actually a real flag mm -hmm. that was yep. really flying and you can see this flag at the smithsonian oh they have it huh did you did you know that, that i believe i, I knew i knew that the thing had been you know it was an actual yeah, was thing that, uh, was but i did not McHenry know that they actually something? had yeah. the flag yeah and what's funny is there there's pieces missing from the flag and you're thinking well it was in a war it was being bombed it's old mm. but that's not one of the reasons it's a, one of the reasons it's so tattered is because people have been selling it before oh, it got to the Smithsonian mm. they would cut off little pieces of the flag that this is part of the flag that inspired the Star Spangled yeah. uh, Banner it's and like what, pieces of the Berlin Wall right? and, and the <laughs> a most, little bit more valuable the most recent auction uh, for a piece of this flag happened in 2011 in Dallas, and a small well, scrap yes. containing white and red with a seam sold for over sixty-five thousand hmm. dollars. Hmm. Unbelievable! Oh, I wonder if it's a fake. That, that <laughs> would buy a lot of cigars. That would buy a lot of cigars. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number two. This was really interesting, and um, you know, I know that uh, our friend uh, Michelle Styles, who does our Mazda Styles, is in the air flying to Brazil, so she's not listening to the show, I think, like she normally would be, but she would love this. Um, the first flag was actually commissioned by a Native American. Hmm. 
Did you know that? No. For what purpose? He was concerned. His name was Thomas Green, and he was planning a trip to uh, Philadelphia, and he was concerned that he couldn't travel the territory safely and thought it would be a good idea to have the nation's flag. But they didn't have one yet. Okay. So he wrote, mm. he wrote to um, uh, Congress to get it done, and he offered three strings of wampum, mm. which was their form of payment at mm -hmm. the time, in order to do it. And within 10 days, the resolution was passed, and ten, that was June 14th, 70, 1777, which is now oh. Flag Day, oh, right? Okay. Flag Day was the day that the, the flag had been, um, uh, resolu they had resolved to, to put forward, and it was the that flag, 13 stripes, alternate red and white, and the union would be represented with 13 stars in a blue field. That was, but that mm. was put forward by a Native American. That's kind of ironic since <laughs> we kind of right. took over the place. And put, put not forward. in a good way. I don't know if there's put any forward. kind of about it. <laughs> put, put forth for the purposes of self-preservation. Yeah, I know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like, listen, we got to be here. Give That's us a little right. bit here. That's right. Well, give us a warning. Number one. The number one thing you may not know about the American flag is there are not actually any laws protecting the flag. Did you know that? I did not know that. There are no laws protecting the flag. I think there's some codes written up, but I don't think it's enforced because there are some first amendment. Right? There are some rules, you know, about how to display it, how not to display mm -hmm. it, how to dispose of it. You know, the, the proper way to get rid of a flag once it's tattered and torn, and, you know, you don't want to fly it, is to burn it. Um, but there are no rules against burning mm. the flag in protest. Mm -hmm. And uh, there was there was a, uh, a law that had been put into place in 1968, the Flag Protection Act, that uh, came up during the, the Vietnam War to protect the dignity of the flag. But yeah. that was struck down in 1990 because... Mm -hmm. The Supreme Court stated that the preservation of the flag as a symbol doesn't outweigh a person's individual First Amendment right to disparage mm. that symbol. Yeah. So the idea, if the flag represents freedom, but yet you don't have the freedom mm -hmm. to burn the flag or do whatever you want, then the point of the it's symbol not really is worthless. Yeah. The point yep. of the symbol is worthless. Mm. So I, I, but I did not know that. I yeah. did not know there I were I mean, no well, it's like you, all around Facebook when, uh, was it, Antifa, or they were burning flags, and everybody's like, hey, why mm -hmm. aren't they getting arrested? It's like, well, First Amendment. <laughs> really. Very true. Very true. So what uh, new notes are we picking up on this uh, Black Honey by Warped Cigars? It's kind of mellowing out a little bit. Uh, where it's, it, I'm getting some creamy notes. Mm -hmm. So just kind of like underlying creaminess, uh, still with that uh, red pepper flakes on the finish, um, a little bit of pepper on the retro, but you know, it's there's a creamy element kind of picking up. Almost like a almost like a caramel kind of element, maybe. maybe. I'm trying to trying to put a. It's a, it's a kind of a kind of a sweetness. I would think kind of a rich kind of creaminess. I'm thinking more of like a salted butter. Mm. So that kind of creaminess where you, it's like that because there is that little bit of salt on the tip of your tongue. Mm. Um, salted butter. Yeah, but not like a strong, like a sweet butter taste, but just that, that creaminess that you'd get if you, you throw it into a... Okay, so the creaminess of salted butter without actually the butter. Yeah, not the sweetness of it. Salty I know, creaminess it, yeah, that has it's just It's what it makes me think of, so it's not an exact science here. <laughs> no, no, no. 
Okay. Uh, do you have anything to add to that? <clears throat> Not so much on flavor notes, but a, a general observation, I think. You know, it's a solid medium for me, mm-hmm. um, but it's definitely full flavored. There's a ton yes. of flavor here, but not a ton of strength. Yeah, I yeah, agree with that. Heavy, yeah. And the the burn on this thing is fantastic. It's a straight burn. Perfect. A, you know, it's a uh, it's not going to need touched up at all. Burn line's kind of thick. Uh, it's all right. Yeah. On, on yeah. mine, it's kind of look. It's a lot thicker on mine than it is on yours. Yeah, it looks like your burn's catching up. So I, I have yeah. one spot that's just kind of a little wavy, but it's going to catch up and correct itself. And the yeah, and it's got a nice uh, grayer ash, yep. darker ash, and uh, yeah, I would agree with you Ed, that there's a lot of flavors going on here. Uh, that hay, that pepper, that little bit of coffee, that sweetness going on in the background, and there's some stuff I'm still trying to figure out how to how to express it. And for those of you who may be wondering, this is the first one I've had. Okay. Okay. So I'm, you know, telling you what I taste as soon as I taste it. (laughs) Okay. So. Yes, I had one, I was telling Dan earlier uh, before the show, I had one a while back and I had cut it at an angle. Right. It's a torpedo tip. Uh, And after 20 minutes, it had clogged on me, which was surprising. I thought, well, there must be a, nodding it or something but it was actually the oils from the tobacco had just kind of formed a little seal really gave another cut and it was fine but it was it was the first cigar where i've had that happen where the oils actually clogged it it's got a nice uh oily sheen on the on the uh, wrapper there and uh, i'm not having that issue yet Mm. are you experiencing anything like that it's not bad um not seeing any of that this time but it was that one experience it was just surprised me Mm. This, the cigar is very enjoyable. Depending on your company. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair point. Uh, depending on your company. Um, what, what would that mean there? It doesn't improve your, your, your friends, really. No. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. Well, on that note, why don't we go to our break? <laughs> okay. And uh, when we come back, we'll continue our thoughts on the 2017 Black Honey by Warp Cigars. We'll give you uh, our ash hole of the week, and we'll continue all our talking. All right. We'll all be right. right back. Yep. Humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling. There is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX. The Sereno Royale Maduro XX, named number one cigar of 2016 by the Ashholes Radio Podcast, is a creation of elegance and sophistication. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, the Sereno Royale Maduro XX comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Serino. To create this masterpiece, a blend of filler tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a dark and luxurious Ecuadorian Habano Oscuro wrapper grown from the famed Habano 2000 seed to bring you an endlessly complex and full-bodied experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allow the blend to marry, creating unmistakable notes of rich cocoa, leather, and coffee that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating the next Draw. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available at TwoGuysCigars.com. Bohemian. 
is the original Brazilian big ring gauge cigar with the unfinished foot, curly tailed head and value, value, value. There is a Brazilian reasons to buy and smoke Bohemian and here are just a few. Created in the Cuban tradition, this lush, dark Brazilian Maduro leaf surrounds a five-year-old Sumatra binder with Dominican and Nicaraguan well-aged long filler leaves. So, what should you expect from a Bohemian? A departure from the conventional, a flavorful journey into a sweet, nutty, almost caramel finish. Bohemian, the original, unconventional cigar. Take the journey. Stay tuned for more of The Ash Holes. Yay! On the United Podcast Network. Stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars, as Rafael Nodal has traveled to Spain, where the idea for Aging Room Solera was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For Aging Room Solara, Rafael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales, where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solara becomes a balanced and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. Aging Room Solera, it will have you calling for an encore. When was the last time you experienced something for the first time? Curiosity drives discovery. Discover exceptional tobaccos aged to perfection with Balmoral Inejo XO. Born from passionate curiosity, Balmoral invites you to discover the optimal balance of sophisticated complexity and smoothness. Each meticulously crafted, extensively aged Añejo XO cigar blend is the result of a relentlessly global search for the top 5% of select premium tobaccos available, including our exclusive signature Brazilian Mata Norte. Crowned with a sun-grown Brazilian Arapiaca wrapper, Balmoral Añejo XO embraces your palate with complex notes of cedar, cacao, and peppery spices that finish with a smooth underlying natural sweetness. We invite you to discover and experience Balmoral Añejo XO today. Davidoff Cigars celebrates 50 years of heritage, pioneering and innovative cigar making in the spirit of the man who gave the company its name, Zeno Davidoff. To mark the 50th anniversary, Davidoff has dressed a selection of five iconic Davidoff cigars with a 50th commemorative white ring for a limited time. One of our best sellers, Anniversario Special R, begins with notes of freshly cut wood, spice, and sweet cream. The aroma is creamy and leathery, with spicy undertones. Experience the exquisite aroma and carefully balanced blend of tobaccos that ensures the most important times are beautifully filled. Available at appointed Davidoff retailers around the world. And we're back with the Ash Holes Unfiltered Cigar Radio. And here's your host, Pastor Padron. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Ash Holes. You can find us on iHeartRadio, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, Podbean, and Spotify. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at the Ash Holes and on Instagram 
at Ashholes Radio. We are smoking the Black Honey, this 2017 version mm-hmm. by Warped Cigars. And so far, this has been a medium-bodied, yeah. medium-bodied yeah, cigar, medium body. cool. and there's already been a bit of complexity and changing to it. You yeah. know, I had I had talked about how when I first lit up, it was like the first thing that came to my mind was like a lemon pepper, mm-hmm. and now that's changed to more of a red pepper on the retro for me now, and like like some kind of cinnamon spice. Yeah, yeah, it's hard hard to nail down this. It, what I'm noticing now is the uh, the smoke is kind of chewy, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Where you know it's not dry in your mouth, but you, you feel like you can just kind of chew on it, <laughs> <laughs> kind of coat your tongue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of an interesting sensation. And we had a we had a somebody in our audience here say that he tasted some dark black cherry sweetness in yep. it. Yep, I agree with and that. And we can we can uh, you know pick up what he's laying down there. <laughs> what about you, Ed? What about some more uh, tasting notes from you? You know, I think I have to agree with a little bit of cinnamon. I think we were kind of going back and forth on the break mm. and thought, well, maybe it's like atomic fireballs. There Not quite go. as bold as that, but yep. a, a subtle flavor of that. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd agree. It's not su- it's not like a super hot. No. But it's definitely that kind of thing. Yeah. If you tone it, it down a little bit. That was in the candy dish with everything else, right? <laughs> <laughs> cinnamon with a little tingle. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's very that's it's very interesting. The burn is still going great. Yeah, um, the ash for me home, lasts yeah. about half an inch, and then it wants to fall off. Yeah. I don't know if that's your experience too. Yeah, I got about an inch out of it. Yeah. About an inch. Yeah. yeah, I mean you're always it's dropping not your gonna, ash I'm always dropping my ash. Yeah, you move the, too much. <laughs> well, you know what? What yeah. can you do? I'm, I, I, as far as I know, I don't have any Italian in me, but I'm constantly moving my hands and everything, and yeah, so that happens. My okay. my keyboard. Here, can <laughs> yeah. attest to the fact that it has been ashed multiple times. Many, many times. Multiple times. All right, there. So uh, this week, uh, the ash hole of the week was was actually sent to me by uh, Michelle, and uh, big email that said ash hole. <laughs> okay. The, and I went and looked, and what it was was a video of these two performers. Uh, uh, Oleg uh, Kolonchenko and Yulia Noss, uh, 36 and 25, respectively. And they are on this beach, Maho Beach, on the Caribbean island of St. Saint, uh, Martin. And on this is a particular beach where the airport is right nearby. Oh, okay. That's and one where the airplanes are really low. this is where the really planes low. are like wicked Which, low. And <laughs> coming. How did that become now, a thing? Now, I have no idea what the deal is with having a beach where obviously I people love to be. Don't get it. <laughs> where the plane is literally 20 feet in the air, you know, yeah. above people. It's like, isn't that where most of the, you know, accidents happen when yeah. landing a plane? Yeah, right? well, there was, there was, and actually last year, there was somebody who actually got blown over by the, oh, by yeah. the, you know, the, the jets yep. and ended up di- and died. Wow. You know? Yeah, people still So there. these performers, you know, were doing... Uh, handstands and and what i mean by that is the guy was holding the girl up in the air and so you know now they're like 12 13 feet tall or whatnot and she's up in the air and one hand hold on i think it was his head or something i can't remember i can't remember the picture exactly but her feet are and somebody snapped a picture the the plane was coming down just as they were doing well i imagine they were doing it for the picture and the plane was literally about two or three feet above her feet. Huh. It was, That's and the, low, you can yeah. see the wheel like right about here. 
oh, yeah. to her to her foot, and it was just it was nuts. And and they ended the the actual you know the rush of the plane going by actually yeah. blew them over, and you know they they lost their balance. But how dumb is that to be doing that? You know when you could the plane is flying low enough as it is. Yeah. Right. But to actually be going up and getting to the point where you could get whacked by the wheel <laughs> of the plane going by and seriously yeah. hurt yourself if not get, I mean somebody had just been killed the year before yeah that wasn't no. doing a handstand on, t- on somebody's head right that was yeah exactly no. it was do you, not doing do you think like they that. had signs i'm always kind oh, of per- I, I, i'm pretty sure there's signs uh, at that beach i'm yeah. perplexed by the ones you see on the highway caution mm-hmm. low flying planes yeah. well okay what can i do with this information do i have to be ready to swerve make your car duck <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And apparently, this is one of the th- things that attracts people to this beach. Well, yeah. The planes flying. And so everybody is out there trying to snap pictures of themselves when the plane drops close by. by. Right. And, you know, it's, Could, just, it's just so dangerous. I mean, we've, yeah. a number of times we've talked about the dangers of selfies. Yeah. Yep. You know, and, and how many people have hurt themselves or even died trying to do a selfie. And, I mean, uh, you know, versing a, a jumbo jet as it comes down. Is yeah, uh, clearly <laughs> you do not go to this beach to relax. Were no, you going to have gosh, a nap no. or something? I don't know. No, no. I, 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 you're not going to get quiet time on this. No, beach. not at all. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'd call them the Ashes of the Week because I mean they're performers. That's yes, what they do: publicity, yes, yes. all that stuff. And I'm sure they probably saw a couple other planes go by, not quite as low, and then decided, okay, we'll do this now. And one just came in a little lower than they were expecting. I mean, they're only putting themselves in danger, right? Yes, there's they were not, only putting gonna, themselves in danger. They're not going to damage the plane. They're not going to damage anybody else. So. It would have been, it would have been, you know, the, you the know. Darwin Award if they'd taken yeah, themselves sure. out. Yeah, you know. and it's but like, still, to but me, really, that's I mean, just dumb. If they're performers, it's it's they're looking for that kind of wow effect. Oh, they certainly that's got the that. reason everybody is there to get a picture of themselves under right. a plane really close. Probably one of, a great adrenaline yeah. rush, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, and you know, one of the things that's funny about the report here is that. Uh, the social media response to, to this was negative. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, you know, I would have thought it would be the mm-hmm. opposite. Like, wow, that was awesome. You know, look at the, these people well, are Well, here's great. the thing with here's social the, media responses. But it's they're the just first like, person who posted don't ever do that again. Here's the thing. What the people the first person that posted, if they got there before anybody else and said, this is stupid, then mm-hmm. everybody else is going to follow suit and say, yeah, that's stupid. But if the per- first person said, well, look at this awesome shot of these people doing a handstand right under a plane, <laughs> then you're going to get the other, you know. Uh, I don't stuff. know. I mean, I didn't go that. I didn't go positive look, feedback know, the, the original like, stuff there. But, you know, this just happened this past weekend and uh just just amazing and so if you if you go and you you look up uh uh, uh performers get in trouble on saint martin beach you'll see this video that fox news put together and you can see this thing happen and it's just really really bizarre hmm. really bizarre how about let's shift to an ash hero then okay uh what's the name of the uh i can't pronounce his name but the the thai uh ex navy seal diver that died going into the cave trying to retrieve those mm. soccer team, that soccer team. So oh, there was, all, yeah, there was yeah, I mean, there yeah, was yeah. Pl- tons of rescuers. So, you know, ex, you know, thumbs up to all of them. Yeah. Um, I'm so glad that they were able to get those kids and the, and the coach out safe. And, 
Which is know. amazing. Like, right. If you and that coach could have been an asshole of the week, too. I mean, what were they doing out uh, there that they get trapped in the cave? Yeah, they <laughs> went in at the wrong time of year, but it was at the beginning of the, the rainy season. Yeah. And we'll so then go the during water monsoon season so into this cave. I'm we'll sh- be fine. I'm sure we'll hear more, hear more about that later, <laughs> like what the actual circumstances were. So I'm not going to dig on him because, I mean, yeah. he kept the kid alive for the, you know, 10 days in pitch black. Now, you know... Uh, at the smoke shop yesterday, at two guys in Seabrook, this subject came up and, you know, wasn't a great relief. You know, those those kids mm-hmm. got out and, you know, they, they started asking me about my, you know, what did I, what were my thoughts? And, and I was really caught off guard because I had not heard anything about where, the story. Where have you been? I know. It's- I, I typically don't listen to the news i don't watch the news i'll i'll read some now you go you spend any amount of time in in a lounge at a cigar shop and i'm there (laughs) 40 hours a week you hear just about everything that's going on it's not Mm -hmm. like you're out of the loop but you know to me you know like watching the five o'clock news is the biggest waste of your time oh yeah i never watched it's ridiculous but right from there when they told me this i was so surprised i had not heard mm-hmm. anything about this very major story that even on Facebook, I hadn't seen any posts. Say, you know, and so I, I started looking around and there was nothing on it. Huh. Nothing on it. And so Where are you these people started <laughs> you know, looking around and they were like, why? This was here yesterday. Why is it not here today? And But, but I am just totally, I have no idea hmm. what went on, who the people were involved. I'm very glad everybody was safe and everything, but I am completely clueless. Yeah. When I first heard about it, they had just found them. They'd been missing for Mm -hmm. over a week. And so I was like, oh, great. They found them. Now they're going to be safe. Fine. I didn't even hear, know that it was, they were still stuck there, that even knowing where they are, Mm. the, you know, the incredible challenge it is to get them out safely. None of the kids could swim. You got to be, I mean, just that, that cave itself. Swimming through that, you're going to be a very well-established cave diver. Let's uh, take these kids out during monsoon season who can't swim into a cave. Well, no. th- there, was, there was no water in there when they went in, so that's the thing. The water raised, just rose quickly, and they, it pushed oh them into the back gosh. of the cave. And, you know, as you can imagine, there were all these supporting articles, and it turns out a lot of Thai kids don't know how to swim. Mm. You know, there's some superstition about you don't mm-hmm. want the, and you know, even Thai fishermen who do yeah. it for a living don't know how to swim. Yeah. You ever see, uh, was it River Monsters? I think they did one where it was in uh, Thailand and there yep, were yep. people like fishermen dying because they're getting stung by like puffer fish. So <laughs> it was like all these deadly things in the water. It's like, oh, and that's in fresh water. <laughs> oh my. But yeah, an incredible story. I mean, people like accomplished cave divers are saying that's a scary situation. Mm-hmm. So and mm-hmm. the fact that a, a Navy SEAL person died yeah and doing that the really rescue, was tragic yeah it just shows how dangerous that situation was and right. that they got them all out safely it's amazing that's awesome it was a that's a great positive story i'm glad we highlighted it mm. and uh, now i'm glad i know about mm. it i repent in dust and ashes <laughs> for not having heard about that before what else uh, did you guys smoke this week Everything. Everything. <laughs> Ed, so, Ed is a cigar connoisseur yeah, of yeah. epic proportions. I, I have been smoking firecrackers almost nonstop. Okay. I mean, it just hits my palate the right way. Right. And, you oh. know, it's a short cigar, so when you finish one, well, just go to another one. Just go to another one. Are you talking about the Micarita? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the other thing I tried, and it, it's not really in my wheelhouse, was the Avo 22. Okay. And it, very impressive. I, I thought it was a very good cigar, mm-hmm. and certainly is very different from Mikarita. Mm. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I can only imagine. But, you know, the the price is 
up there for the Avo 22. So I, mm -hmm. I don't think, you know, for me, it's not a repurchase just because it doesn't hit my sweet spot. Yeah. At that kind of money, I got to have right. something that I'm really going to enjoy. Mm -hmm. Right, right. You know, it's interesting you say that because, that you know, I bought a box of those Mikorita firecrackers myself. Mm -hmm. And the 4th of July, that was my big smoke. I had several mm -hmm. of them and I've had several since. It's just such a great little cigar. Mm -hmm. I really, really enjoy it. It's got that, you know, this real kind of peppery coffee start. And then it kind of mellows out after the first half inch. Or, yeah, I get a lot of black so. cherry on that one. Yeah, a lot of black cherry on that one. Which is nice. And and uh, just finishes out really nice. It's a it's a great little smoke. Hmm. Yeah, with the warm weather, I've been smoking a lot of shorter cigars, too. Yeah, sure. I've been going to the Perdomo uh, Small Batch. Uh, small Batch, small yeah. Batch, yep. Uh, the Connecticut, you know, just mm -hmm. been going back to back. Perdomo Small Batch, I bought three boxes this morning yeah. three boxes this yeah. morning I mean, those this are morning. great well mm. the thing is it's the perfect cigar for my commute length exactly mm -hmm. yeah you know mm -hmm. and the price of them is quite reasonable if right. you don't happen to finish it it's not the end of the world so right right yep those are great great cigars mm -hmm. yeah great commuter sticks <laughs> <laughs> yeah how long does it last about 45 minutes yeah for i you? mean yeah, it, 30, it's 30 yeah it's interesting it's like the firecracker it lasts longer than you think it will yeah. mm -hmm. although the firecracker lasts substantially longer yeah firecrackers than the small like a 50 ring gauge yeah. well these are 46 42, 42. they're pretty small yeah, yeah. Yeah, they might be a little might be a little bigger than forty two, yeah, but it's maybe. not a big ring gauge. No, mm -hmm. no, it's definitely. I'm thinking it's a forty six. Yeah, I've yeah. I've lost track. You know, yeah. now, <laughs> now that cigars have become these behemoths, you know, a fifty used to seem big to me, and mm -hmm. now I'll pick one up and think, well, this one yeah. isn't very big. It's like, oh, it's under seventy. <laughs> sure, I'll go. <laughs> <back>. yeah. <laughs> oh my. Well, uh, what about a uh, final verdict on this cigar here that we're smoking. I'm going to give it a thumbs up. Okay. Not my highest thumbs up, but it's going to be a thumbs up. Uh, it's a you know solid construction, great variety of flavors. Um, it's a little bit more on the uh, dark peppery side than I normally go for. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, if you have the opportunity, it's it's kind of a limited release, correct? Like you can't. Correct. Yeah. They're mm -hmm. hard to find. So if you see it, it's worth picking up, worth giving it a smoke. So. Yeah, I'll give it a. Th there's no reason for me not to give this a thumbs up. Yeah. You know, and um, but, you know, on the other hand, um, it you know, it is a limited release, and therefore it's, you know, more expensive. You mm -hmm. know, it's 17 bucks a stick, basically. You know, that said, um, the cigar performs incredibly yeah. well, and yeah. it has a lot of complexity to it. Mm -hmm. It's got a lot of changing notes. The draw has been perfect. The burn has been perfect. And um, it does have some very, I think, unique combinations of flavors that you don't normally find in in a stick. Yeah. You know, uh, my, you know, my only, you know, my hedging about this cigar is its size. Mm -hmm. You know, it's only a, a you know, a five-inch stick. And, um, you know, to, you know, 17 bucks for... It's something that's a, a five by forty eight. That's that's a lot. It's not inexpensive, and you know, special special edition releases tend to yep. go you know higher in price. Yep. Yeah. For me, I think it's a stick worth somebody trying because it, it, you know it does have quite a bit of complexity to it. But mm -hmm. again, it's sort of for me like the 
Avo 22. The price is so high, and it's. I don't love it, but it's a very good cigar. Mm -hmm. Right. Somebody else may smoke this and say, wow, I love it. And then you fall into the limited release trap. Yeah. Oh, like, <laughs> it's my favorite cigar ever. Yeah. yeah well, sorry. Oh, okay. They're all gone now. Yeah. 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 If you're a big Warp fan, go for it. Absolutely. Definitely. If you if you love Warp cigars and you like uh, Kyle Gillis' stuff, you're going to think this is awesome. Uh, and it is a really, really good cigar. Mm -hmm. You know, for me, you know, th I probably would not go back, you know, to just because of the, the price point and it's not exactly my wheelhouse yeah. cigar. You get social media points for it because people love posting it on Instagram. Oh, people love like, posting it, it, this Limited on edition there. on Instagram is gold. Mm. <laughs> well, don't you find social media kind of skews the view of the world? The, the things that people rave about oh, are well, not the no. things that are yeah. being bought in the store. No, <laughs> no yeah, that's true. very, very true. That's a great point. And, and uh, I, I, find, I find myself mystified a lot yeah. by what people are are posting on there yeah like people are raving like this is such a great stick i'm like i've had it it's not great <laughs> i'm not gonna name names yeah. but no but there is a lot of smoking the band mm -hmm. you yep. know thing on there and and uh you well, know and we're not even talking expensive cigars no. you know but and you know to aaron's earlier point somebody will post this is a great cigar Jump right in. Oh, yeah, yeah you're right. On the bandwagon, great, yeah. Great, great, great. <laughs> yeah. You'll get the occasional, I don't think it's good. And then the people just ignore that person. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly, they don't know what they're talking about. They must be on the assholes. It's always <laughs> interesting when that happens. You know, you know there's, uh, I get involved in a lot of Twitter conversations mm -hmm. and feeds and, and stuff like that. And, and there's certain people who are just, they're very honest. And if they, they you know, come along and say, hey, you know what, I tried that. And you know what, I wouldn't buy another one. Like, and and people don't know what to do with it because <laughs> it's like, you know, the, the, you know, fair enough. The, people's palates are different. Yeah. The only thing that bothers me is if somebody says it's a bad cigar when clearly it's not a bad cigar. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. just not in their flavor profile. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And that, right. There's a difference. Just not fair. There's a definite difference. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it could be a well-constructed cigar. Maybe it's too mild for that person. Maybe it's too strong, but it, it doesn't make it right. a bad cigar. Right. Yeah. Right. I try not to say anything negative about what people are smoking, just just for that just for that reason. You it, know, it's so it, personal it, it, enjoyment, right? Mm -hmm. If they're yeah. enjoying it, why are you they're gonna come it? along? And that's the whole point. And yeah. and there's no benefit None. to just trashing something, you know? No, no. It's like you can say you like it, you can say you don't. Fine, leave it at that. That's it. I totally agree. Well, next week, uh, you know, uh, we're going to be having Jim Price fresh off the ICPCR. Whoa, IPCPR. ICPCR. IPCPR. Excellent. Cigar and pipe retail. Okay, very good. You know, these these they've got to come up with a better acronym. They've got to come up with something that makes sense. And how, how relevant is the P anymore? Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a good question. I mean, I smoke a pipe, you know. Uh, no, but one, of the, one of the P's is good. <laughs> the premium. <laughs> premium, That's yeah. even more relevant now. With, <laughs> that's uh, true. You know, yeah. FDA. But uh, Jim Price of uh, Aroa Cigars is going to be bringing uh, the TAA that they are coming out with this year, Great. the Diadema. Nice. And we are going to smoke that next week. Uh, my understanding is that the two guys has already sold out yeah, of everything that they got. And so this is going to be a very interesting thing. Good. Looking forward to um, it. Looking forward to smoking that. It's a, the, the, probably the, 
it's along the lines of this cigar. It's limited release. Mm-hmm. It's so automatically pricey. it's great. <laughs> it's pricey and it's but it's double the length. Yeah, you know it's a it's a big uh, cigar. I'm uh, excited to see that. And Jim Price, he's been on the show before. Yeah. He's uh, always great to have on the show. Good time. Yeah. Now, if you're lucky enough to have your local brick and mortar have these in stock, uh, pick one up so you can smoke it with us, and um, make sure you have one to smoke with us next week. You have been listening to The Ashholes, unfiltered cigar radio broadcasting from the Sereno Royale stage at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. You can download this and any episodes you may have missed on iHeartRadio, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, Podbean, and Spotify. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at The Ashholes and on Instagram at Ashholes Radio. We'll see you next week. Expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.